You need to get it. They don't two. wanna love you the wrong Let's way. Let's go, Keisha. Ain't gonna, it ain't where he's at. Come on, it's where, where he wanna be. No, Keisha. Let's go. Come on. Somebody yes. out there rock with me. If you feel me. Fire, fire. It is hating. Come on. I don't. Let's go. Hey. I don't want your woman because I got it like that. Talk to him, Missy. Now we're going to go ahead and break the ice. <laughs> I don't even like starting a pod on this level, but I have to. I just got back from the gym. I put on my podcast shirt, feeling good, feeling great, you know. <laughs> got to go get my protein in. But sitting here next to your wife, she just blurts out, Did you take a shower? You stink. And I'm like, damn, like, how are you supposed to smell when you leave the gym? And to me, I don't even smell that egregious. I don't even smell that bad. What do you smell? Like, tell me the fragrance I mean, you're smelling right now. There's space between us, and yeah. I can smell him. It's okay. My thing is, my underarms don't stink. I know what she's smelling. Fellas out there, you know, sometimes, like, you get tights, and your tights are a little bit dated. And they still if, if carry how, If smell. that's how they smell, then you need to throw them in the trash can after you take these off. I don't know. I think I got... I'm, the commercial, I'm so I'm irritated because I'm already coming up on a headache and then I sit next to him and he just smells awful. I don't even smell that bad for real. You're hating, but that's okay. Neither here nor there. Welcome to... You know you got that bad? You got to love somebody to sit next to them nah, bro. And, <laughs> and just deal with their funk. And let that be me. Let, let that have been me. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you cook because you're the same person who wears natural deodorant on a regular basis. I and do. I my have, armpits don't stink, girl. I, I I don't say anything about it because I love you. So I'm never gonna call you out on the public forum like you're doing right now. But you be musting in the mood, rat. You be I stinky. do not be musty. No, I don't. But that damn natural deodorant. No, ain't I rocking. don't. <laughs> He's I actually lacking. really like the natural deodorant that <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm using by Salt and Stone. They don't it, like it you. It has longevity. He got what in it? Longevity. It lasts. That's it has longevity. Like that's your catchphrase. I just feel like he doesn't know how to take the heat. Anytime somebody says something about I him, really he don't has stink. to return the energy. You you yeah. have to come back. It just be it's like, like a um. You what said, is it what like? It like? like it's like you like sour. Yeah, I'll take so that. So now I'm I'll sitting here smelling yeah. your drops. That's exactly. <laughs> so. I'm not too big to admit. Maybe you need to buy me. She comes on this microphone every week talking about if you like something, you need to buy me more. Oh, you like what I had on? Buy me more. You don't like how I smell? Fix the situation. Buy me more. T- it's my no. tights. It's really my tights that I have on. I can't I don't even smell myself for real, but I think you're lying. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you love your spouse the way I love mine, you should just be able to love them through the smells and through the turmoil of your nose hurting. Just love me. I want you to love me like I love you. What you looking at? We got roughly 50 minutes left. Now I'm counting down the minutes. I can run up out of here. (laughs) Christmas. What's going on? Anyway, go to YouTube and you can see my shorts that I have on. I just raised up my leg. You can see my tights. Um, I have a Fabletics subscription. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Hart got me. What can I say? I'm a Kevin Hart fan, all right? So I went and I subscribed to Fabletics. And I have new tights and they smell great and they fit well. And I like those tights. But you know, sometimes you got your favorite shorts. 
You got your favorite sites. And no matter how hard you try to wear your new items, you always seem to go back to that main thing because that main thing has never let you down. I mean, smells These do get types. trapped in clothes. There's a T-shirt that I like to sleep in, and yeah. there is a smell in it that I cannot get rid of. And know. I have just had to make peace with the fact Thank that I'm going to have to throw it in the trash can. Nah, hell no. Nah, I ain't throwing these types away. Uh-uh. And I got them on to keep it real. Like, I got them on the sale rack at the Nike store. Maybe, like, soak them in some baking soda and vinegar or something. Soak these in your mouth. How about that? I would soak anything in my mouth if that's how the outside smells. <laughs> I definitely don't want to smell the inside. And you know what? So, right now, this is not even an ad. This is why it's important for men to have Manscaped on tap. Like I do, typically, if I know we're doing something right after I get done working out, I'm going to go get my Manscaped wipes, bow, bow, bust it down, nut to butt. Get the Manscaped spray, bust it down, nut to butt. And then you feel refreshed again. Stopping here. It's not a shower <laughs> replacement. Hold on, whoa. Manscaped is not to replace the shower. It's to keep you fresh if you can't get to the shower in that moment. I got from the gym. I came from the gym. I got a little busy. So I was working on some things. I didn't have time to go with my Manscaped situation. So that's all it is. It's not like I'm just walking around here on every day smelling, you know, sour like this. But today... Maybe one of those days because I have on time. But don't you want somebody to smell like a man? No. Okay, never mind. I don't want to smell like a man. Either. Not like that. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. But, so I got all these clothes. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this is She and I, the Smelly Podcast. I am your host, <laughs> B-Love. And like always, <laughs> I have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie and B Love, the husband and wife duo. You didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up for yourself right now. Since this is the beginning of the podcast, talk to him. Let me stop y'all. Talk to right him. Right now. I've been in. looking at the subscribers on YouTube. Talk we to had like 850. Okay, okay. So it's like 150 away from a thousand. Okay. So if you listen to this podcast every single week, talk to him. Go to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Okay. She and our podcast. Okay. Do us a solid. Yeah. Since we've been giving y'all this content every week mm, for about almost four years, five years. Five now. years. Yeah. But listen, it's going. Okay. Hey, man. It's it's partly to do with me too. I'm gonna keep it real. Like I sometimes I get lazy. And one week. Some weeks I'd be like, shit, I'm popping with content. And other times you get lazy. It's a struggle to get up, copy, uh, edit videos, then go in to bust them down, then put them on YouTube. It's a, it's a struggle. I'm getting better. I'm going to get better. Fourth quarter is here. And then by the time um, the goal is, by the end of October, we're going to have 2,000. Not 1,000. I want to. I want 10. I want 100. But we're going to get there. You know, slow grind. Ain't no grind. But you know it is what it is. Now I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset. Um, not only is she talking about the way I smell, but she knows <laughs> um, I'm not good today. I'm not like I'm not even gonna lie. This is we're recording this on a Monday. Um, we supposed good. to be going to the Drake concert mm. tonight. I'm not well. <laughs> That's what y'all say. I'm not well. I'm sick right now. Drake has now pushed the show back twice. It's the second time. And at this point, I'm nervous. 
I'm shaking to my foundation. I think the show will be canceled. On the flip side, I'm like, damn, man, I'm Miss Drake. Doesn't he have a new album dropping this week? For the dog. For the dog. I can't wait. You know, I'm a dog. <laughs> I'm one of the dogs that it's for. She didn't like Marvin. Tell the people why you don't like Marvin's room real fast. I don't even feel like so full transparency. <laughs> I'm not a super Drake fan. Uh, me and him have debated on this yeah, we like multiple times, and he's just not my favorite. I mm, think he makes okay. hits, but there is not a single Drake album that I want to listen Let's to. Let's just do this front to back. Okay. Well, right now I'm just you know I'm coming out of your um, aura. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, you guys got me all out of your aura. <laughs> Love doing it. Um. So when he said he wanted to go to the concert, I was like, okay, that's fine. But it was kind of like a trade-off. He's like, I'll go see Beyonce with you. But I'm a Beyonce I don't fan. Go. But, you, but he's never wanted to go and see like a Beyonce world tour. Like I've seen Beyonce twice about like with my girlfriends, yeah. not with him. So this is his first time going to see Beyonce by herself. He was like, I go see Beyonce. And he was like, so we definitely going to see Drake. So For sure. he got For sure. tickets. I was like, okay, cool. I Big can jam tickets, to, too. you know, some of the old hits. That new album, that the, the most recent album he came out with, I didn't like that one at all. Her loss? Are you crazy right now? Yeah. The, the most recent one? Yeah. I've been late night. Oh, my bad. Um, <laughs> you for real? So, right but my best friend went and saw Drake in Houston last week, I think. I can't least disrespect me. And she sent us the clips from the concert. And I was like, oh. I was like, now I'm kind of excited. Like, it looked lit. I was like, okay, cool. Got excited about the concert. As soon as I get excited about the concert, he postpones it again, second time. But it ain't for you to get excited. It's people like me. It's not for a casual fan. You know what I mean? Drake puts on for people like me who's been down. I'm talking about being down. You see what I'm saying? And this will be my third time seeing him. However, um, this was planning to be the one of the best times because he walked through the crowd. I feel like he was gonna walk beside me and pull your boy up on stage and we were gonna jam a little bit. Jaded. Now jaded is my song because I have been brokenhearted before. Like she left me jaded back in the day. I told y'all about that. She went on a date with another guy to sticks and then act like it was all love and she got back in town. Uh-uh. We can't. It can't I be. Act all like love. It was like, I did go on a date to sticks. While she was talking to me. So we never really talk about her past and the things. We don't that have she to talk did. about it because you would the reason why I went on the date is Leaving because you were doing your thing. I don't know why 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 niggas think they, if they doing their thing, then you're not supposed to do their thing. We're gonna do our thing together separately. <laughs> Y'all be tripping, but you can't do that. What Steve Harvey used to say, you can't be a woman and it's, do the thing uh, that I do. You can't illusion be for me. Can the you, delusion. Do you want to smell the like delusion. me? Delusion. Do you want to smell like it's I smell? Delusion. You can't it's, be a woman and do the things that I do. Delusion. Call it what you want to. Needless to say, we're not going to see the Drake concert this today, this great day, Monday. Uh, and I'm like I said, I'm hurt. I could have bought a ticket to Houston. I love Houston. I could have went. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Big O. We, we could have kicked it, me and my dog. But. Unfortunately, I stayed here to try to give it up for Drake. And um, yeah, it's not going to happen. I feel nervous that he's going to cancel the concert. And I'm saying all that to say, on the flip side of that, I'll get my money back. And I paid. <laughs> Listen, where we're sitting, I paid Bryce. I paid the cost to be the boss. And 
I'm not mad about getting that money back. I'm not gonna be mad at it, but I am gonna be mad that I missed him. You know what I mean? So um I'm hurt. Today is not a good day for me, but I'm gonna try to push through the podcast and give y'all a great episode. But anyway, India, are you ready? Because we have the listener question that we've been talking about for the last two weeks to get to. So let's do it. I told you my computer is not good either. I can remove that. Don't even worry. That won't be hers. I know what I did wrong. I know. Don't even worry about me. I worry about you. I'm not good today. Talk to me. Let's go. All right. Hi, Barrett in India. Before I start, I know this is a very sensitive subject, so I understand if you you guys don't want to share on the podcast. My husband's dad passed away in February of 2022. Our daughter is five years old and has recently started breaking down, crying, saying how she misses him and asking why isn't Papa coming back. At first, she would do it whenever she either got in trouble or if we tell her to stop doing something. Now it's more random, like if we go out or like this morning, she sat at the table to eat breakfast and started crying, saying she misses him. Being five years old, of course, they don't understand at this age and are really confused. We want her to express these feelings and tell her that it's okay to be sad. I remember on one of the episodes, she spoke about Bear losing his dad and was wondering if Blake has moments like this. Should we find her a therapist? My husband and I don't really know what to think, but believe this could possibly be something to look into. But also wondering if there are any other parents experiencing the same thing. I would love, we would love to hear your advice and or thoughts on this. Um, Thank you for writing that letter. Beautiful, by the way. So with Blake, when Barry's dad passed, so Blake is five now, almost six. Blake's dad, I mean, Bear's dad passed in 2020. Mm-hmm. So he was like three. three. Yeah. Almost. Or he was he was getting ready to turn three. Mm-hmm. He was two. He two. did have a very good relationship with Bear's dad. He's for sure. Um, and he was very confused when he was no longer around because everybody just kept telling him that Pop, uh, Papa went to heaven. Mm-hmm. There was only one time that I distinctly remember seeing like sadness in his face, but it wasn't around the funeral or anything because he slept through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but On the again, front row. He was, yeah, he was, he was super young. So, you know, we didn't deal with anything immediate, but I remember me and him were driving. Mm-hmm. We were leaving the grocery store. We're driving. And the sky is like beautiful. You know those skies you see where it's just like, wow, God, like nobody other than God could have done it. Hallelujah. So we're looking and I think it had just rained and like the sun is like peering through the clouds. And it's, I mean, like the rays are just beautiful. And he stares off Mm. and he just like stops. And I'm like looking at him and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, he, he didn't say anything. And then he like comes out of it and then he asks me about Pop Pop randomly. I didn't even know that. Ask me about Pop Pop. They don't tell me things like that. I'm not privy to that information. <laughs> I did tell you about it. You okay. must have forgot about it. My bad. Um, so I don't know. Maybe Pop Pop was talking to him another day. <laughs> but he did 
ask about him often. Like, right, right. where's Papa? Where's Papa? And he just didn't understand. But the more he kept asking about him, the older he was getting. And yeah. so he started to understand, like, Papa's just not coming back. It's over. Another thing that helped is that after Papa passed, we had several big deaths in our family. Did help? After he, well, no, no, no. Well, yeah, because yeah, he, I understand. he understood. I'm just messing with you. I like, got it. I got you. I these got people you. are passing away, yeah. and they're not coming back. Understood. Because it's like Papa passed, then my grandmother passed, mm. then my other grandmother passed, mm. and mm. you know he's like, so now he now he just understands. You know, this person yeah. isn't coming back yeah. because he was so young. Then we didn't have to worry about any like separation anxiety. Mm. Um, so we didn't have any big moments where he was breaking down um, because he missed someone. Yeah. Now, now that he's older, if he were to lose like Barry's mom oh, or I'll my mom or something me. like that, ninety seven, I think the situation would be a lot different. Yeah. Even, even if it was your great grandma, like Bear, I mean, his great grandmother, Barry's grandmother is ninety. So mm. you know, we know probably Watch like the next it. ten years. Watch it. Keep going. You 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 try to get my grandma too. Gotta watch you. Go ahead. In like the next ten years, that time is probably gonna come, right? (sighs) Go ahead. You want to step out? Why we talk about? Go ahead. I talk to this this lady. Go ahead. Um. So I think he might handle that a little bit differently just because he's older. He understands his relationship with her and he has spent a lot of time with her. He has spent a lot of time with Papa too, but like I said, he was so young, so, so he, it wasn't so. like he was fine. Yeah. Now, on the flip side of that, just because I've seen this firsthand, I do think you should put her in therapy. I knew you were going to say yes to the dress. So I have a cousin, my first cousin. Oh, yeah. He passed away. Um, bless his soul. My cousin Ken. We're the same age. Dick is thieves growing up. He had a daughter. Mm-hmm. And Has I want to say that she was probably around five or six. A little bit older. No, no, no. She was older than next. Um, I think, yeah, you know, six or seven. Well, seven Ken seven. passed before your dad passed. It's now 22. So yeah, you right. You right about six or seven. Six yeah. or seven. So she was having a really hard time. Yeah, it was different level. She was having a really hard time. Similar things like breaking down. Why is he coming back? You know, they had to put her in therapy. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. Uh, I mean, she she may still go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She may still go. So I would I would look into especially if it's like a behavior thing. I would look into finding her like a grief counselor yeah. to kind of help. Cause five-year-olds, they do have big emotions. Like we've noticed with Blake, he's like super frustrated all the time. <laughs> and he does not have the words to put into how he's feeling. So we keep having to ask him a lot of questions to, to help him yep. put words to what's wrong with him. Yeah. So the grief counselor could possibly help with that. Um, yeah, I would say this too. I would say talk about it openly. Like with me, my dad passed and like you said, he was two. So for me, the thing I thought about was how can I make him continue to remember the relationship that they had built? So my 
whole thing. If I'm talking about, I'm talking about like things that they did. Do you remember when we went here? Do you remember when we were there? This is a picture, y'all. Like I do stuff like that. So my main thing is to keep the like the memories alive because that's what you don't want to happen, right? In five, I know the memories probably will be instilled, but in two. Man, I can't remember what I did at two years old. Yeah. However, if I can keep on talking about it and kind of reinforcing it, man, this was Grammy's husband. Like now when she comes up here, she has to visit with me, Ma, and he can't come anymore. But when he was alive, he was coming up here all the time. They would drive, we would meet halfway, you know, y'all would do different things. And he's cool. And then he asked, so like, where is he? And then you got it. I don't know what you believe in, but you know, believe in heaven, hell, you got to tell him that way. He's in heaven, he's looking at you. He's with you every time you do something. He's proud of you. So that's how I'm giving it up. You know what I mean? And as far as therapy, like you mentioned, I think that it's a good idea at five years old. Now, I wouldn't make it a thing. You see what I'm saying? Um, and I don't know how therapy like, works. Let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to it. <laughs> Let me get there. I wouldn't make it a thing. I wouldn't be like, hey, you're going to see somebody. You're going to see a psychiatrist because of grief. I wouldn't do that. I would almost say you guys go with her for the for the first one one or two times. And after that, um, I think it should be more of talking talking through her feelings in a setting she feels comfortable. That's what I mean by not making it a thing. Like, so that's usually how it works, though. All right. I, I see. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She. They wouldn't just drop her off. Yeah. I don't like know. Like the parents would, would be there. So it's not making it a thing. It's just like I said. There are people out there that are more experienced in that kind of stuff than we are as parents. That's a fact. Because I'm telling you, if he was five years old having breakdowns, I wouldn't know what to do. So congratulations and kudos to you all for handling this the way you are. And like, if, I mean, for anybody, not just you all, I feel like you're doing a good job because you even had the wherewithal to write the message and know that, hey, I might need to seek some help because I can't do this by myself. Kids, so get really, kids get really sad. Hell yeah. Like, kids have emotions. And so she's old enough to understand that she has lost somebody that she deeply cared about. Mm -hmm. Blake, Blake knows who he cares about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know exactly who Blake would be devastated if he would, if he lost. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it, it won't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, try it out for sure. My, I'm, I'm trying everything out and this is what I'm about to get to next, man. Listen, we get, Basketball coaches, that's my favorite line. We we pay for football coaches. We pay for training. If our kid is looking like they're going to excel in something, but we'll pay to get some extra help, won't we? When we'll play to get some baseball coaching, whatever it is. So this same thing goes this way. If we see our kid needs a little bit of mental help, um, there's no reason why we shouldn't invest in that as well. If we see it, you know what I'm saying? So invest, invest in your kids. Um, I don't have any problem with it. I'm getting therapy, therapizing. I'm finding groups. I'm putting him with other kids that may have gone through that and then them play and they might start to talk. I'm doing it all. That's me. But once again, one of my homeboys told me this too. He said the biggest thing about that, and that's where it's kind of where I got it from, is to keep the legacy alive. Because um unfortunately, this same person lost his life in October of last year. And I give it up for him all the time. Shout out to my guy Larry, rest in peace. Um he lost his life and he had a two-year-old. 
lost his life in an unfortunate event. And his son is two. And before he passed, we used to talk about because his dad passed um, shortly before my dad passed. And we grew up together. My, we grew up together. Um, but anyway, needless to say, we used to talk about how it's important to make sure that our kids know who the person was. So I wouldn't try to skate around the comments. I'd be like, man, no, nah, I ain't going to talk about that. No, nah, I'm talking about it openly. Like, this is what he did. This is how he raised me. This is how you treated your grandma. This is how he treated you. Like, yeah. Have you thought about getting her something made that she could keep with her? Like mm. a like a locket necklace? We got cups. It has no a type picture of uh, something that she can wear. Ooh. So that when she's like going to school, she, she can remember like he's always with her. So maybe a little locket necklace that has their picture in it or a little bracelet. You could maybe, you know, frame a picture of them and put it in their room. It just made me think because I'm planning on doing a gallery wall. Um, in, in my house Jesus and Christ. that's one of the pictures that I was going to put on the wall was a picture of Blake and Papa so I don't I, I wish you the best of luck that, that is very that's, that's very sad and anybody else who's going through this let us know in the comments where it come. let us know <laughs> put what you think help us out like help me we all need help you know like um your dad is crazy. Her dad came over this weekend, and it's my guy. Love him. Her dad asked me random stuff at like the most random times. We're hanging a chandelier in the house. In the middle of us hanging a chandelier, her dad looked at me and said, Hey, you think about your daddy all the time, don't you? I said, Nigga, what? I said, Bro, we hanging a chandelier. What are you talking about? We're sweating arm time for holding the chandelier up. I'm holding my arm like this. He looked at me and said, Think about your dad all the time, huh? I ain't said, yeah, you know me. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I think about it. I want to see, think about your mama. <laughs> but I didn't But that could have been his way. I mean, that could have been his way of trying to relate. Because yeah, my dad sure. is, has been struggling since my grandmother passed. For sure. For sure. I'm just playing. But it's my guy. I thought that was the most random. Hey, dad is great. But that was the most random thing, man. We're like, no, nah, we're hanging up a light right now. But my dad asks him about his dad every time he every sees time, him. Every time, every time. Literally every time he sees him. Yeah, yeah. It may, maybe he was like, because we were doing things together, he and I. He probably thought like, man, I hope I'm not making him think about his dad. I hope I'm not making him sad. I'm like, nah, I just want to get his light up for real. But I appreciate your con the condolences right now. Thank you. Your mom <laughs> asked me that. What? Why are a lot of people asking everybody about me? What does she ask? Am I crazy? Is that what she said? What she asked? No, she, she asked. She said, she said, is Barry still grieving? I don't. What, what kind of grief? Um, it's two years. I mean, of course. Is Barry still grieving? You know, Barry. How do you grieve somebody? And I said, he doesn't show any actual signs of sadness until we go to Mississippi. <laughs> That's what I told her. Oh, okay, 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 okay. What did I, you said do? He get, I did tell her. I said, he gets sad every time we go to Mississippi. Did you ask her what she said? But she's still grieving. Why do people ask everybody else about me? Is this what I'm saying? Well, people always worry about the people who never say, I don't see anything. It's Jeez, something people sucks. say something like people worry about people who never show their grief because they think that they're always holding it in. Oh, so nah, I think I'm, it's just their okay, way of okay. checking in and being like, are you okay? Like, ask. You are ask. you okay? I feel like you can ask people that too. Um, 
Yeah, I think you can ask people if they lost somebody, you know what I mean? Dad, mom, spouse, somebody super close, best friend. You can be like, hey, man, I'm just checking up in, checking in. Are you good, my G? Like, are you dealing with everything? I know it's been three years, but you see, you holding on, right? One of my homeboys did hit me up. He was like, uh, hey, man, it was when my dad died, immediately following, man, I'm going to keep calling you because I don't want you to be one of them people who just cut the world off. I told him, I said, man, it's me. First of all, I'm definitely not that person. <laughs> like, yeah, call me. You know what I'm saying? He don't, he don't call me anymore for some unfortunate circumstances, but I love you. Brother, if you hear this, I don't got no hard feelings. You might got still. Um, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but anyway, um, I wish y'all the best, man. I, I just want your daughter to be happy. I want you, your family to be great, and we wish you the best, gang. Okay? Any parting words? Mm-hmm. That's really all I had to say. Now, where you I do go? think you'd be hiding grief, though. No, I don't. Why? Why would I hide grief? Tell me why you think that. Like you just keep. I think sometimes your jokes be a defense mechanism instead huh? of just like dealing with it. I, I do. No, I think we all deal with grief differently. I think sometimes people laugh through the pain, but I don't think it's a defense mechanism. It's well, don't say like, comedians are like the most like depressed people ever. It's a show on TV talking about the dark side of comedy that I want to watch. Yeah. And they're talking about that. You know, Robin Williams, he hung himself and they were talking about exactly. the reasons why. Because he was really sad. But he was always trying to make everybody else feel good. I'm not that person. I really feel good. <laughs> if you ever hear I did something to myself and look no further than the person sitting beside me, she did it. <laughs> she did it because she's sitting there talking about I stink. She probably put a little poison in my soap trying to make me smell better. <laughs> look no further than him. You do stink. I'm okay. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> but we're free. I, without seriousness, though, if you're thinking about it, if you have those type of thoughts, man, get some help. Like, talk to somebody. You know, let me let me say that. There are people out there who really have and struggle with those thoughts of um, self-transitioning. So, if you are in that situation, you can even hit me on the DM. I'll talk to you. Self-transition? Yeah, you don't say the S word. You didn't know that? No. You don't say the S word anymore. What? I got to teach you something. Let me tell you about my wife. It, Why not? She, she doesn't watch the news. She it's doesn't. Because it's too depressing. She, she doesn't keep up with current events. She doesn't know politically correct, incorrect words. She could probably get on here and say the F word. She's really an old woman deep down inside. <laughs> like she's an 80 year old white woman deep down in her core. So she might say the N word with the hard ER. Yeah, let me tell you. It was what the hell are you talking about? We were coming out of, uh, I'm kind of new to the joke, chill. We were coming out of Five Daughters Donuts the other day. And I said, boy, your clan, you and your clan just walked out. <laughs> Leave me alone. What you talking about? She did exactly what she's doing now. I like messing with her, but she's definitely um, a black lady. I'm sorry, chill. I know you get so upset, so offended, hot in the collar. What? But, okay, so you know you say the S word. No, you don't say the S word. No, it's still transitioning. Yeah, you don't say the S word because Why? it triggers some people. Because okay. self transitioning doesn't sound better. Okay. See, oh my, I gotta get you off this podcast. You don't think I, mean, I guess it sounds better? Yeah, it does. Then the S word. You don't you're not supposed to say that. I know they have the, the you can say like the hotline, but it's called self-transitioning now. I gotta teach you things, man. See, y'all think I'm the one with the potty mouth. No, it's it's definitely this one. 
I just take things at face value and yeah, like whatever and it is is what it's called to me. This is like quite literally the first time I've ever heard of that term. If I sound insensitive, I'm so sorry. I'm just completely oblivious Either she to don't know, the word don't show. changing. I don't care about what's going on in the hood. Self-transitioning. Yeah. Oh, no, self-transforming. No, uh-uh. we're going to look it up later. I don't want to hold y'all up. audio experience, baby. But yeah, so with all that being said, if you need help, if you need to know who to call, hit us up. We give you the hotline. You know, you can hit me up if you need somebody to talk to. I got a little time for the people who are going through something. Not too much. <laughs> I can point you in the right direction, though. But yeah, man, where do we go from it? Like, how do you transition? You should say that for the end of the podcast. What? We, we shouldn't have read that. We should have did that at the end of the podcast. We should have talked about protonating in pre-production. Now we are live and the podcast is cooking. So, we had to move on. And I wanted this to be my relationship, but I also want to talk about it on the podcast because I thought it was funny. Uh, we went out this past weekend and we went to get something to eat. We get some food, we're chilling, having a good time. Then we went over home girl house. Shout out to Alex. And we were talking about the honey pack that I mentioned last week. And we got to talking about like why you Indian. Why you need that? You getting old. You don't even need that. I'm like, I told you last week, like, I don't need it. And she knows that I don't need it because I didn't take it that night and I rocked the world. You see what I'm saying? But, but needless to say, we started talking about natural, <laughs> natural things you can take. And one of my own girls told me the most crazy thing I think I've ever heard. Eat a habanero pepper. She said it's supposed to make you um it's supposed to we make you We were talking about natural aphrodisiacs. They tell you know they talk about oysters. We all know about that one, but habanero peppers? Bro, let me tell you something right now, fellas. If your lady presents you with a habanero pepper and says it's gonna make you go all night long, bro, just opt out. At that point, I don't know what you're doing. You, you, like, like why? Opt out. Nobody wants to do that then. But I, I would imagine her, that they're not just. Well, go ahead, you type it in. I see you. She's go ahead, and say what you're gonna say. Cause then I can imagine, right? You eat the habanero pepper, and y'all know peppers—they linger. They linger on your body. They linger in your insides, and they might linger on your tongue. So when you go down to give her a little bit of that, you know what I mean? It okay, might have a little I see. Heat on your tongue. But I wouldn't just eat the pepper. Cut it up, make a salsa or something. But we would. But after, it's, after okay. So it's something in the pepper. Is, eat the pepper. I can't say this word. Capri Sun. That's what it looked like for real. Capsin. Uh, capsicin. Okay. Cap capsicin. Man, we not finna do hooked it on It says is a natural vas vasodilator, <laughs> <laughs> which Ooh. can increase the blood flow in libido. Read that again from the beginning. Eating habanero warms up the body. Causes perspiration and releases endorphins, body reactions that are also found when engaging in physical activity. So that's all I came on the podcast today trying to do, right? I came on here still smelling like my natural <laughs> endorphins, trying to get her to give me some of that endorphin. You see what I'm saying? I tried to make you come close. Look at this crap. <laughs> And the crazy part about it is I left the gym and I hugged somebody that I hadn't seen in a while. I hope, you know, I hope I wasn't too smelly. But anyway, natural endorphins because it makes your body sweat. <clears throat> That's what it says. 
So do you speaking, want? Okay. So <laughs> speaking of go. natural stuff. So when I was in high school, I had a teacher. Uh, she was, if you went to high school with me, she was, she taught two things. She taught Spanish and then she also taught African-American lit. I took her for both. So when I, when I took her for African-American lit. That's a wild subject. Transition. One time. She, I mean, like if we had downtime, we would just sit and shoot the shit with some of our favorite teachers. Whoa. So this is what was happening at this point. She was also, I think, one of the... Uh, this wasn't even in the 90s. This was like the 2000s. Y'all were acting like this. Yeah, so we just sitting down shooting the shit. And she was like, y'all be putting, spraying all that bullshit on y'all, spraying uh, perfumes and all of that on you. Listen, all you got to do is dab a little bit of yourself. Dab it right here. Uh-uh. And right here. Uh-uh. It'll make him go crazy. I said, huh? <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And she's saying this since I wasn't even having sex in high school. <laughs> I didn't have sex until like, towards the y'all end y'all of my about, senior man, year. That's what I'm saying. Nah, bro. So this, this was probably like my junior or senior year. Shiloh we not going this, to school. That Shiloh we were having this conversation. School. My baby going to be homeschooled. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what she said. She said, stop spraying, stop spraying the perfumes and stuff on your body and dab a little coochie juice behind your ears and let them go crazy off the coochie juice. That's what she said. Man, I'm going to go back and tell the homies. <laughs> Maybe you know how that so thing is. I, I need somebody to test it out. I'm going to test it out and let you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you test it out fresh out the shower, then you should be okay. <laughs> but I can imagine you doing Pilates and then you just... <laughs> Man, you get your stinking ass away from me. <laughs> Talking about me, you don't want to walk around here with coochie on your neck. I start thinking you like women out of there. Like, damn, I know how coochie smell. That's what I'm going to ask you. I'm going to say, who you been around? Myself. Whoa. I didn't know your neck was that long to be able to get down there like that and get busy. That's what I'm going to tell you. I ain't never heard somebody tell a man, listen, in the middle of the day, we <laughs> want to get your woman ready, reach down in your pants between your nuts and and then go hug her. What's going on? Y'all, she's already talking about how I smell right now. Imagine me doing this. That sounds Why disgusting. you smell like that? See? But it's, it's like, different for women. No, Y'all actively no, it ain't. It's the same. drink the juices that flow. <laughs> so what exactly? How could it be any different? Because yeah, I can say the exact same thing about you all. No. What? Your face is down there. It's the same thing. But there's it's, nothing coming out until the very end. But it's skin, no skin. Though. I can get... Bro, it's the same. We're not finna it's get not this graphic the same right thing. now. It's the same. It is not the same thing. Needless to say, I did think about that when we were having these conversations. I'm like, damn, I want to find some natural. I did the ashwagandha and that macaroon. I do like take. I, I take those on a regular basis. So they could be why I'm long and strong anyway. Give it up for me one time. I hope this works. <laughs> I, I got nervous. Talk to him. You know I will. So I get you. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Now, I'm pull up my phone because I had one more thing that we needed to discuss before I get into my relationship. And it was all over the internet, man. Let's talk about it real fast. We ain't going to talk. You know what? Yeah, we're going to talk about it real quick. I was going to save it for next week. You heard what Unk and Brittany Renner was on their show talking about Club Shay Shay. She had 35 bodies and she was 35. You think that's a lot? She was actually on 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really. She's she's great for television. Like she is a person. If a person was made for TV, she's one of those people who was like this great for content and controversy. But thirty five bodies. She's had thirty five bodies. She's thirty five years old. Thirty five years old. Thirty five bodies. I don't think it's okay. That so big this of a deal. is not for me to say, yeah. really. Like but, I don't, because I don't want y'all being mad at me if I think it's too light. Uh, if I think it's a lot, for me personally, thirty five is a lot. Mm. Um, you're exchanging energy, but that's a lot of people. Um. <laughs> oh my god! I just. So yes. what age did she? What? No, so that means she had sex with like almost four people per year. No, I in did, her adult no, years. I, no, I did. She, if she was twenty five, if she started having sex when she was twenty five, then that would be four guys a year. So one a quarter. Yeah, I don't want to have sex with four guys a year. And she said some of them were, were, were one night stands, and I I don't think that's a lot for somebody like that. Let me tell you why. Because of the access that she has. Maybe she she got famous at what? I don't know. I don't know how old she was. Let's I mean, when she first started, guys weren't even able to follow her. Exactly. But we don't know what she was doing. And she's from Mississippi. Give it away. She's from, I think she's, I, I listen to the podcast, Ohio. But she spent most of her, most of her life in Mississippi. So she probably knocked off five or ten in the sip. Who knows? Like, I don't know how, I don't know what she was doing. Needless to say, 35 for somebody who's traveled who's in the public eye, who has access to multiple different people. I don't think that's a lot. I think the more people you come around and the more access that you have, your number will significantly increase. If we, well, if I were single and I went from Mississippi, Hazelhurst, I came to Nashville, I'm single. I left and went to Houston, I'm single. I moved to LA, I'm single. Then I moved to New York. <laughs> Is that a guesstimate? Because I feel like if her number's 35, it got to be more than that. Yeah, yeah. If it's 35, it's more, really, more um, or less. Like if, it, if you remember 35, if I, I'm just sitting here thinking of myself. If I had sex with 35 guys, I'm not remembering all 35 of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then girls will say this too. Like, if I wasn't in love, then did it count? It's really not a body. If it wasn't good, it's really not a body. Um, but then it, 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 at a certain age, I don't think you even need to be asking it. Like back in the day, I, you were young. It, that, I think that's really my thing. That was a, that was a content. Like, that was a pod. You know how I say I'm podding sometimes. Like he was podding because he took a he took a shot and unk unk no he thirty five not a lot. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. I mean, it sounds crazy. It does. It's just one of the things where it's like some information I just don't care to know. You know, like, I don't care if she has six for 35 guys. Yeah, I don't care what you do, man. Listen, this this is your cat. You know what I'm saying? But me and you dating, right? And we've been in this small town all our life. I can understand why somebody would ask that question because you're going to run into that person. And you don't want that person seeing you thinking, my God, bless, I used to bust them cheeks. Down three, four years ago. That's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. But if you, like I said, if you're outside the scope and you've moved on, like I, me and you, for example, I didn't ask you that. Yeah. I've never once, I mean, you know, you asked it in, in jokingly on the pod. You did, actually. I did? Yeah, you were a fucking menace when we first started dating. Oh, I was crazy, man. I, I, maybe I did. Maybe I did. But like now, older me. That's is a not young asking. guy's question. Yeah, I, we were. And how old was I? 23. Yeah. 20, I was 23 years old when we started talking. So I'm just 26 now, but 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I wouldn't necessarily ask that. So I'm gonna skip over the relationship this week and I'm gonna kick it in and let her do her thing real fast. Go ahead and do it. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? All right. So I recently just started following the cut on Instagram because they've been having some real juicy articles here lately. Um, and so I came across this post and it says it's both sides of a breakup. And I didn't read the full story, but I thought the slides were interesting. So instead of getting divorced, they got pregnant. Mm. The guy says that they met up to finalize a divorce. They went out to dinner. They got drunk. They went home, got pregnant with baby number two. The girl says, and I'm pregnant again. Charles was so excited. Oh, that's the guy's name. I've never seen him so excited ever. He's like, this time we're going to do it right. This is our second chance. Now, I don't think the, the baby <laughs> is the key to the second chance. Um... And then I don't know, because like I'm reading this and her tone that just doesn't really give like I'm excited. And so I'm like, now I'm like, did he did he trap her? <laughs> Maybe he wanted to bring the baby on board, you know, hoping that it would save the marriage. But I would be so irritated. <laughs> My dog, if you think a baby gonna save your marriage, think again, because they ain't gonna do nothing but make things harder. You don't you ain't gonna wanna be around it even more because if you don't wanna be around it now, <laughs> the baby ain't gonna help run, man. And don't bring no baby into chaos either, dog. You don't wanna bring no baby into a situation where you don't even like this person for real. Every time you look at her, you get mad. Every time she around, you get mad. Then you're gonna go put a baby in her, but get real. I'm out the door, dog. I'm not finna. I cannot lay up with a woman and then be shooting the club up knowing I don't like her. Man, you taking penitentiary chances, dog. I'm telling you, because the thing about it, when the kids come, it's only going to make it. The reason why I say it's only going to make it harder is because you're going to want to do one thing with the kid. If she's, she might be spiteful, might be resentful, and she don't want to do something else, she ain't going to let you get it. You paying child support, all that stuff, bro. Nah. So unless they spend in this whole entire like nine months strictly working on their relationship, I wouldn't expect it to work. I mean, it could. Like I've heard of stories, you know, of people who filed for divorce and they didn't go through with it and they ended up getting back together and the relationship was better. I've, we've heard of people separating and coming back together after self-reflection. I mean, now I was going to say, because I, I I was thinking of a couple that we know that got the divorce, but I don't think they got remarried. I just, the, the divorce never went all the way through. I don't even know you're talking about, but all I know you is. Just, I mean, you know, you know exactly. You, I mean, you should know who, who I'm talking about. This is like a very long time ago. Oh, it's a long time. I don't remember what I did two weeks ago. All I know is from this point, though, if y'all were together this whole time and you can get, into, you can get it to work this entire time, then it may be it's a terrible idea to think you're going to get it together in nine months. You've had, I'm just spitballing, you had two years to get it together. Within those two years, boom, you got her pregnant. And you think nine months going to change a person that you've been knowing for two years, bro? No way. 
That's why I said, nah, you shouldn't bring a baby. Now, some people can't change. Some people can't change. Not in nine months, because I'm telling you, the same arguments and the same disagreements that you probably had within that time are going to get magnified when kids come. The time issue that you may have will get magnified. You want to do something now that you can't do because you have to have the kids. Now you frustrated at her. You mad at her. Everything will get high. Kids are great. I'm not saying kids are not. Kids are beautiful. But kids are great when they come into a household that they feel love in. I feel like when they feel the love in the house, then they're going to naturally start to um, be great people. I think when kids come into a household in Turmoil is when things go left. And like, damn, what happened to this kid? Can he kid came out Blake turned into Chucky by the time he got six <laughs> years old? Cause stabbing people in the bathroom and everything. You gotta watch out. It's Halloween. It is the season. I like how I did that right there. Not, well, I I mean in general, I think it's a bad idea. Get could out. It, could it work? Yes. Well, I mean, they can't get out now. I mean, they could get out with the it just made it a lot harder. Like yeah. getting out, with, I feel like getting out with one kid would probably be a lot easier than getting out with two kids. Shit, getting out with no kids would have been a lot easier. Man, you gotta get up out of that thing. Man, no thing be feeling good, <laughs> brother. I know sometimes, you know how sticky you get. Shout out to Drake, Drake. I'm mad at you, but you know how sticky you get. You gotta get up out of it, even though it gets that sticky. You gotta get tuck and roll. All right, this is what you need to do. But now that the deed is done. Y'all got to figure out how to coexist and co-parent. Um, some people do a hell of a job at coexisting and co-parenting, but I think that takes a lot of communication and a lot of understanding. You ain't finna just start communicating and understanding nobody who you haven't been communicating and understanding for the last two years. So you need to probably get some help. Call somebody. And y'all know, I know she'll say it, but therapy, but for real, y'all might need a mediation if you finna really go through the uh kid and childbearing process and you don't like one another but remember she said well that's not you know what? Well, he, she said he, he's super excited i mean that's that's what this is okay he's super excited Excuse about the baby yeah Nigga, um, you baby? You, he laid up in it he ain't got no choice but to be excited <laughs> Shit, you want to lay it up in it didn't want to get up out i think one of my own boys man he got um he got his because he's got a baby mom and his baby mom is tired I like his baby mom, but he has a new wife and everything. I be thinking like, damn, like, uh, I wonder how did that make the baby mom feel sometimes? I really be wondering that. Like, how did, how does the baby mom feel knowing you got a new wife and she just couldn't cut the mustard? You know what I'm saying? I wonder if it ever triggered Well, I've seen smile. a lot of times where, you know, a divorce will happen and the, I mean, we've talked about this before, the guy, you know, moving on and starting a new life um, before the woman does. An example of that was, would be my grandmother. Uh, bless her soul. But she, you know, she and my grandfather divorced many moons ago. I never actually knew them together mm-hmm. ever. I only remember him with his current wife and my grandmother never remarried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never saw her date anybody. She may have, but you know, it's not like she ever brought anybody to the house. Like, hey, you know, this 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 new guy I'm dating or any of that. That that never happened. Sometimes, you know, you got a good woman. They be hoping to get that thing back. They be hoping that you know something's gonna shake, and then you will end up coming back. So, yeah, man. Listen, if you are happy, my friend. 
then be happy. If the lady in on the, in this situation is not happy, she might be going through some prepartum. Is, 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 can you pre-partum. do that? <laughs> like, hey, you got the baby right now. Like, maybe she tripping. She like, damn, my, my body about to change. I'm arguing with this nigga 100 miles an hour. Only he we ain't even married. He didn't got me pregnant. I ain't. I'm trying to keep my baby, but I ain't trying to keep him. Well, and then their night, like the night that they were finalizing their divorce, they got drunk. They probably was like, let let's do it one more time for old time's sake. <laughs> It came out. Oh. What else? You got shit luck. <laughs> if that's the case, bro, you got some horrible luck. So let, let me lay in there one more time. Obviously, sex wasn't the issue with them. The reason for the divorce, it couldn't have been lack of sex, lack of intimacy. That probably wasn't the case for yeah, them. Me and you finna get a divorce. <laughs> I ain't trying to bust some cheeks like that. Like, you know, maybe a couple of years down the line after the, the dust has settled, I might want to come back and get a little taste if you're willing to give me some. But, that, <laughs> but in the midst of the divorce, I think we are we are beefing at all time high. Like, no, nah, I'm not finna have no. Some people have peaceful divorces. <laughs> They're not all, we, we know a peaceful divorce or they both just walk away. But not none of them. We know it now, but in the middle of the divorce, we don't know what was going on. Yeah. And me and you about to get ready to file the actual paperwork. The day of the divorce, when we hand the papers, I don't even know how it works, but when you hand the papers to the county clerk and they stamp divorce, I don't think we're going to be cool. Like, nah, at that moment, shit ain't sweet. Now, it might be sweet. I think we would have to be sweet. I mean, it, it'll be hard, but I think we will have to be sweet for the sake of the kids. I think it's different when you divorce and you don't have kids versus but when you got no for kids. the sake got of the pregnant. kids. With baby number two. Baby number two, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that don't mean, we don't mean things are sweet. No, nah, I'm sorry. I, in the immediate in, in the immediate time that when we, when we get the divorce, we are not having sex that day. And you crazy. <laughs> I'm beefing with you. Like, you the ops. At that point, bro, me and you get a divorce, we the ops for, for at least six months. You got to be the ops. Semi-annual ops. I'm yeah, I'm definitely, but I'm definitely not going to. I'm probably not even going to go to dinner with you to finalize ops. it. I'm, I'm probably not going to want to sit in front of you while I'm signing the papers. I'm probably so going to be like, talking about sex? Nah, ain't no sex. To me. I'm trying to be understanding of I'm other not, people's situations. Because we in divorce, you know, me and people be having, they be having divorce parties lined up. How do you think niggas feel when they see you at a divorce party? That's crazy to me. And me and you got a divorce and we went to the divorce party. I'm gonna call um I'm gonna call the terroristic threat in on the venue. So y'all can leave out. What? No divorce party. That's what I'm gonna do. Judge me if you want to. But I'm not letting you have a divorce party and celebrate my misery one. And then if we were to separate, you're gonna probably get alimony and child support. But no, I gotta call it. Hey. Hey, I'm gonna go in there and pull the smoke alarm or something, but you ain't finna have a divorce party on my well, watch. I would imagine that the other person does not know when the divorce party is. Man, y'all don't get, girls gonna post it all one. on social media. You're gonna be all on social media, you'll be posting that day. We going to the whoop de whoop. You're gonna have the knives with the sticking it in penises and whatever, the cake, the penis cake with a knife going through it. So then you're going to post, we outside, woo, woo. I'm going to see where y'all at. Let's say, I don't know, you somewhere in the venue. Hey, I think I see some smoke coming from the building. I think it's on fire. What? It's a fire in the building. Everybody got to get out. And that's why I'm giving it up. So 
A divorce on my watch? Nah, I can't. I, I'm really sitting there thinking I cannot see me like being happy to get a divorce and want some want some of that good by six. We tried a good by six before we got to the divorce. Now it's the farewell. Get the hell on. Now that evening, I might be having some hello sex with somebody else, but we ain't having no good by six. <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Definitely hello sex. Hello. Anyway, tell the people where they can find you because I'm out this joint. India.Marie on Instagram. Sounds like you can find me at BLOVE1911 on all social platforms. If you made it this far and you're listening and you have not subscribed to YouTube, do yourself a favor and do us one too. Hit the subscribe button, like, and share. We need those vibes. You know what I'm talking about? And also, follow She and Our Podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message at She and Our Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and we will read it out loud as you see we do every week when we got some nice ones. But in the meantime, in between time, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 she I, 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 I.